Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Juliana Ceballero. Thank you so much for joining today. Thank you for having me. Would you like to introduce yourself and share what your work focuses on? Sure. So my name is Juliana Ceballero. Like you said, I am a hematology oncology clinical pharmacy specialist. I work at Grady Health System in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, at our cancer center, we serve a large underserved population. That's what we're known for. Um, and I work with a variety of projects. So I focus on oral chemotherapy education. I also assist the infusion nurses um, with the management of patients or any clarification that they have. Uh, I assist with new drug education, beacon builds, research builds, policy quality improvement, and shortage management. So a little bit of everything. Awesome. <laughs> so you're presenting a session later today about infusion-related reaction management and cancer treatment. What are some of the vari variables that make infusion-related reactions particularly difficult to prevent, recognize, and manage? Okay, so I think, it, like you said, it is a challenging topic. Um, and a lot of the things that contribute to that challenge is the fact that there, is a, a, there isn't that standardized ter terminology um, when it comes to reactions in cancer treatments. Uh, so you can look at clinical trials, package inserts, and even amongst providers that consistent terminology is still lacking. Um, the terminology for describing the reactions can be interchangeable and confusing. There's also um, inconsistencies maybe in the description and the grading of the reaction since it can be very subjective. Um, some symptoms can mask others. Um, so it can definitely uh, be a challenge. Um, it's important that uh, the, pro the nurses and the providers are using the CTCAE criteria to grade those appropriately. Um, however, there are those gaps in the literature uh, can also relate to just the safety of re-challenging patients after they've had a reaction, knowing that there are other risks associated, right. um, but there's also benefits to keeping the patients on the drug. Right. So. So yeah, it's, it's keeping a balance between those two. Definitely. Are there particular patients who are at higher risk for experiencing them? Absolutely. There are common risk factors for patients. So um, higher risk factors for patients can include female sex, older patients, um, patients who have known comorbidities uh, related to inflammatory uh, issues. So for example, you have your chronic inflammatory uh, like pulmonary diseases, so COPD and asthma, especially if those are uncontrolled. Patients who have uh, known cardiovascular uh, issues related to inflammatory. Uh, there's also other inflammatory diseases like RA, MS, even type 1 diabetes um, could increase the patient's risk, uh, just having previous allergies on their profile. Um, so there's a lot of things that knowing that patients have those uh, high risks mm -hmm. factors um, that nurses and providers can help identify which patients um, could be at higher risk for these reactions and just being more alert. Right, right. Have there been any new developments in management of infusion-related reactions or any upcoming directions underway? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, like I mentioned earlier, literature is still limited and there is that lack of standardization in terms of, ter uh, in terms of uh, how to define those terms and the grading. Um, I think it's mainly more so like institutions making adjustments if they already have protocols mm -hmm. based on what it, they have seen. Um, but we do need more institutions to be involved in the publication of that data mm -hmm. to make it more readily available for other institutions. Um, NCCN has a few slides on the management of infusion reactions, but it's still limited. Um, ONS has some guidance. Um, that's very helpful. Uh, there's some European Society Medical Oncology guidelines. I think they have probably one of the more 
comprehensive guidelines when it comes to management of these reactions. But is there something new brewing that I'm aware of? Not, not at this time, but I would, I would love to see more um, in the literature. Uh, I think this, this just shows that there is a need for increased multidisciplinary involvement in making sure that, that we're able to, um, to have this information available to provide what's best for our patients. Definitely. Um, so you mentioned the CTCAE for grading um, as well as some of the guidelines. Are there any other resources that nurses can look to to learn best practices for management? Sure. So, I mean, like I said with the previous question, right, so, I mean, you have NCCN, ONS has some guidance, um, and I believe they have a new guidance coming out um, sometime this summer. Uh, you also have the European Society of Medical Oncology. Um, but I think ultimately it's important for, for that education to be available for the nurses in learning about the mechanism of action of the drugs that may cause these, being able to provide education on how to classify these reactions, and then ultimately grading them appropriately um, even talking to the patient and making sure that they're taking their pre-medications and their post-medications to prevent any delayed reactions um, can, can really make a difference in the patients and those outcomes. Right. Um, are there any uh, take-home messages from your presentation that you'd like to share with nurses? I think the, some of the biggest take-homes are if your institution does not have an established nurse-driven protocol or have those standing orders available, advocating for one. Um, also advocating for more education um, when it comes to learning about the mechanism of action of those drugs, what types of reactions to expect from those drugs and when to expect them, right? So being able to, to have that information readily available can really make a difference. Um, talking to the patient and the caregiver can also give you great insight on their past medical history or if they've had any history of previous reactions to other medications um, and just being more prepared. Um, but I think that nursing assessment and the management can really be the key factor in determining whether a patient is re-challenged or not after having an infusion reaction. Definitely. Um, well, that's really great to know. Thank you so much for sharing all of this today. Thank you. Have a great day.